This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We're continuing in Daf HaShavua. We're learning Mesachas Ksubais, Daf Mem Aleph Amar Beis. The Gemara, in the middle of the page on Mem Aleph Amar Aleph, brought a machloikis regarding Palganizka, the half damages that a tam pays. Rapapa holds it's damage, it's nezek. Really, you should pay everything. Because the ox is likely to cause damage, to, to cause a, a nezek. However, the Torah had Rachmanus on the owner because the ox never gored before and therefore the, the Torah gave the owner uh, half off. That's the viewpoint of Rapapa. On the other hand, Rav Hunabred Yeshua says that it's knas. Really, there's no reason to assume the ox is going to gore. You should really be completely putter. The Torah put a knas on you so you guard your shar. That's the Machlekes Rav Papa and Rav Huna Braid Rabbi Yeshua. <coughs> so we're trying to shed some light on this Machlekes. Tashma, three lines from the bottom of Aleph and Aleph. Ma bein tam lemod? What's the difference between a tam and a mod? Sha tam eshalim chatsi nezek migufai. The tam pays half damages from the body of the animal itself, meaning the half damages will never be more than the value of the animal that damaged. Umuad, Meshalim Nezek Shamuad pays whole damages. Minhaliyah. Minhaliyah means from any property that, from the, actually from the Meitav of the Nechasim of the Mazik. So that's the, da- the difference between Tam and Muad. Why didn't it say that a muad, if he, why didn't it say that if somebody concedes that his ox gored as a muad, you're chayev? But if someone concedes and admits that his ox gored as a tam, you're putter because it's a knas, it must be that Rav Papa is right, that it's nezek. It didn't say that tam doesn't pay on his own and muad does. Says Gemara, really, Rav Huna Yeshua is right. Really, it's Knas. And why didn't it say that difference? Uh, it taught one difference and it left out um, others. Now, we know the rule is that if you're leaving out, you can't just leave out one. You have to leave out more than one. So, my Shire, the High Shire, what else did it leave out that it left out the fact that Chatsi Nezek is Knas? Says the Gemara, it left out Chatsi Koifer, that you do not pay Chatsi Koifer. What does that mean? That if a tam kills someone, so if it's a muad, you have to pay koifer, which is a, a fine. <clears throat> Meaning, um, normally, when an ox scores a person, you have to pay koifer shalim if it's a muad. However, by a tam, you do not pay anything. So that's another difference that I left out. E says Gemara, and therefore, really, really, uh, Tam pays knas. Why didn't the, the Mishnah list this distinction? It left it out like it left out the other distinction. It says, If the only thing it left out is chatsi koifer, if, you go, if you're going to prove from chatsi koifer that it left out, that's not considered an omission. Why? It's going according to Rabbi Yosei Aglili, who says the Tam pays Chatsi Koifer. So don't say that it left out Tam paying, uh, Tam doesn't pay Piatzmoy, just like it left out Chatsi Koifer, because maybe it goes like uh, Rabbi Yosei Haglili, who says that Tam does pay Chatsi Koifer. So that would not be a distinction. 
Okay, Tashma, come in here. Hamis Shoiri Esplani Ashar Shoplani. Someone says, My axe gored Plani, or the axe of Plani, Hareza Mashama Piatsme, because he's admitting to monetary responsibility. Says the Gemara, My love, the Tam. Is this not talking about a Tam? That if he admits that his axe gored as a Tam, that he's Chayev, and that would prove Rapapa Shita that Chatsi Nizka, Palga Nizka is Mamaina. Says Gemara, Maybe he's only Chayev if the Shar is a Muad. Says Gemara, but Tamai, what are you going to say by Tam? Enoi Mishama Piatsmai? That you don't pay on your own? Because it's a Knas? Then Adetani Seifa Avdoi Shalplani Enoi Mishama Piatsmai? Instead of the Seifa saying that if you're Shar, Gord, the slave of Plani, you don't pay based on your own admission the 30 Shkalim because it's a Knas. Why do you have to jump to a case of an Eved that you're putter if you admit Niflag Venisni Bedida? Why don't we just differentiate within goring a regular Jew that when are you chayv if you admit by Tam, you don't pay on your own. Says the Gemara, Kula Bemuad Kamairi. What do you want to say? The fact. You want it to be medayik that if Tam does not pay al piatzmai, then why do you have to talk about an eved? Just talk about within the case of goring a regular person that you only pay al piatzmai for the sharzamuad, but not by a tam. That's also changing the case radically. The same way you say, well, why are we jumping to a case of eved? I'll tell you that Tom would have the same din, but jumping to a situation of Tom is also changing the dynamics of the case. The, don't think that it's more within the same type of situation by distinguishing between Muad and Tom. Don't think that's like a smaller uh, contrast that you're asking, well, why do we contrast goring a regular Jew and an Evet Make a smaller conscious, not a smaller conscious, totally different situation. Tam to Muad is, is an equal jump. Muad to Tam is an equal jump. Okay, Tashma. Zeaklal, this is the rule. The Mishnah ended off anyone who pays more than they damage does not pay on their own. Okay? Why? Because if you're paying more than you damage, clearly it's a penalty, right? Uh, clearly it's a knas. So let's make a diuk. Hapachas and mashahizik. But if you da- if you have to pay less than you damage, mashama piatsmai. You do have to pay on your own. That proves what Papa Shita palga nizka what mamaina says. Gemara loy tema hapachas mashahizik. Don't defra- don't de- um, make the distinction that if it's less than you damage, you you do pay. Elaimaha kama shahizik mashalim. Be medayik if you pay more than you damage a knas, but if you pay what you damage, it's not a knas. Knas. Don't say. But if it's less than you damage, it's not a knas. Rather, be medayik if it's what you damage, it's a knas. Says the Gemara. Says Gemara. But if it's less, then you don't pay. Then. Say the following rule. Why would you say anyone who pays more, it's kanas? If the truth is, if you pay less, 
it's also kenas, then don't say anyone who pays more, it's a kenas. Say anyone who doesn't pay what they damage, be it more, be it less, is a kenas. Says the Gemara, The fact that it says anyone who pays more than they damage is a kenas, which implies anyone who pays less than they damage is mamain. That's a tiyufta of the shita of Rav Huna Rav Yeshua, and it's a raya that chatsi niska is mamayna. It's a tiyufta that palga niska knasa. Says Gemara, vehilchasa, but the is palga niska knasa. Half damages is a punitive measure. Wait a second. You just said tiyufta that we refuted palganizka knasa, and then you say the halach is like that. Says Gemara tiyufta ve'elchasa. We refuted, and that's the halacha. Says Gemara in yeah. Taima mai itoisev. How did you refute the shita that palganizka knasa mishum to like katani kama Because it didn't say anyone who doesn't pay what they damage. It's a knas that implies that less than that is mamain. Palganiska mamain. Says, Really, I'll tell you palganiska knasa. So why didn't it say anyone who doesn't pay what they damage is knas? Because there is a situation that in fact, when you pay half damages, it is mamain. Meaning, palganiska is knasa. But there are situations where you pay less than you damage and it's still mamain. Says the Gemara, "Kivan um, deika chatsi nezek tsroyrois." Because since there is half damages of tsroyrois, what's tsroyrois? An animal that, as it walks, it kicks up pebbles. Now, there, what damage would you say tsroyrois is? It's damaging with its foot while it's walking, so it's usual damage. See, the the defining characteristic of karen is. The defining characteristic of regel is darkoy lahazik. Sroyrois is darkoy lahazik. It's kicking up pebbles as it's walking. So really it should be nezek shalem. Because this is something you definitely have to guard from. There's a halachal Sinai that chatsi, uh, that chatsi nezek sroyrois is halachal Sinai, you only pay half. But it's not knas. It's mamain. So really, I'll tell you, Rav Huna is correct that a tam that gores, it's knas. Why? Because it's unusual for it to gore. There's no reason for you to have guarded it. So why didn't the Mishnah say anyone who doesn't pay what they damage is and admits to their penalty is pater? That implies chatzinezek is mamain. The answer is no. Really, chatzinezek is knas. But there is a case that everyone would, would agree, Chatsi Nezek is Maman. What is that? Tzrai Rais. Because the Hilchasa Gemirila, we have a tradition, the Mamaynahu. Misham Katani. Ah. Now that the conclusion is, Palganiska Knasa, the Hashta Damer Palganiska Knasa, now that we say that half damages is Knas, Haikalba de Achal Imri, this. Dog that ate a sheep. Vishunra da achal tarnagoyli. And a cat that ate a chicken. Ravravi, a fat chicken. So these are somewhat unusual. 
These are not regal, it's not shame, it's unusual for a dog to eat a sheep. It, it chokes a, she, a shepsala alive and eats it. It's not the dark for them to do it. Any nezek, which is unusual, is a told of karen. Of a karen of a tam. And now, now that we learn that chatzi nezek is palganizga knasa, we know that any unusual damage, the first couple times you're going to pay half damages. Now that we learned the halach is palganizga knasa, so if a, if a dog eats a sheep, or if a cat eats a chicken, which is unusual, it's going to be knas, and in order to be able to adjudicate knas, you need to have smicha, meaning authentic smicha dating back to Moshe Rabbeinu, and only a rabbi in Eretz Yisrael could have smicha, therefore in Bavel we would not collect these damages. We would not collect these damages in Bavel. But if it ate, let's say, a small chicken, or chehu, that's usual, and therefore that's not a toda of karen, but a toda of shein, and Shane pays Nazlik Shalom and it's Mamaina, you would collect it in Bavel. Umagbina, we would collect it. So now we're learning that in Bavel, we cannot adjudicate Knas. It's good to know. Let's say um, you travel a lot, let's say you go to Iraq, you know. So in Bavel, we do not adjudicate Knas. But if the Nizak is Toyfes, the money, if he grabs it, we don't take it away. Because the reason we don't adjudicate is we don't have the capacity to charge and to get involved. But once the Nizak took it into his own hands, we're not going to take it away from him. And not only that, let's say the Nizak says, look, uh, you guys can't can take care of this case. I want you to um, enforce that the, that the Mazak... Um, goes to Eretz Yisrael and, ha- and is, and is uh, tried by the courts in Eretz Yisrael so I could get paid. V'yomar, the Nizik says, Set me a time to be able to make this court case in Eretz Yisrael. We are koiveya such a uh, case. We'll set a date. V'yoloy azel, and if the mazik doesn't want to go to Eretz Yisrael, we'll put him in cheram. Says the Gemara, and even without that, even if the Nizik doesn't say, I want to take this to Eretz Yisrael, just the Mazik happens to have a dangerous animal in his house. Regardless whether the Nizik wants to take him to Eretz Yisrael or not, we put him in the Mazik in Cherem. Why? Because if he has a dog that's eating, that's eating sheep, you know, your chihuahua should not be eating uh, sheep. Your poodle should not be eating sheep. So it's a dangerous animal. You got to get it out of your house. And we'll put you in cherem. Mishamtinale. Damrinale we say, Selik hazekech. Get rid of, remove your, your damage. Midreb nasan. As Reb nasan taught. The Tanya Reb nasan. Minayin shali gado adam kelev rabbitach. I don't know, you shouldn't raise a bad dog in your house. You shouldn't have a bad ladder in your house. Don't say, nah, we know, we know how to deal with the dog. We know how to deal with the ladder. We've been, we had this ladder for 50 years. Don't keep it in the house. Do not 
put something that could cause death in your house. Don't keep it in your house. Hajran Allah ilu narais. Says the Mishnah. Narosh and Espatata. A woman who's between 12 and 12 and a half. She was seduced. So we learned that a woman who's seduced, there's, you pay embarrassment, you pay her, her devaluation, you pay 50 shekel. The boishas, the pagam, the knas, the 50 shekelim, goes to the father. But there's no tsar, right? We learned that mafuta doesn't pay tsar. And by a woman who is raped, the tsar goes to the father. This belongs to the father. Amdabadin. Basically, you went to court, you sued the mafata or the ma'anes, and Bezdin obligated him. Ad if let's say the lawsuit was before the father died, even though the perpetrator didn't pay yet, harehin shalav. If it happened before the father died, it belongs to the father. And therefore, Mesav, the father dies, it doesn't go to the girl, it goes to his sons, Harehin Shal Achen, it goes to the brothers. But lo speak a lamed Mesav, you didn't have a chance to take the Ma'anis or Mafata to court, you didn't have a chance to sue him until the father died. Harehin Shal Atzma. Then if the father dies, it goes to her. And the, the boys don't inherit it. If, let's say, he was sued before she became a Bagaras, Harein Shalav belongs to the father. Mesav, the father dies, Harein Shalachin belongs to the brothers. Let's say you didn't have a chance to sue the guy until she already became a Bagaras, belongs to her. Harein Shalatzma. So, according to the Tanakama, if you sued the guy before the father died, it belongs to the father even if you didn't collect it. However, Rabbi Shimon Oimer, Rabbi Shimon says, It's not enough that you sued him before the father died. If you didn't have a chance to collect before the father died, or if you didn't have a chance to collect before she became a Bagaras, belongs to her. Um... Maisa Yadeha, her Maisa Yadayim, Umetsiyasa, and her Metsiya, and her Metsiya, let's say her, her handiwork, and her Metsiya, Afalpi Shaloi Gabsa, even though she didn't collect it. What does that mean? Whatever she made, Whatever she found, even if she didn't collect it yet, if the father dies, harein shall achen. Because this is not a knas that belongs to the father. This is literally the father's monetary right. The father owns her handiwork or what she finds, even if she didn't collect it. Meaning, this is even in Reb Shimon, even though even though he didn't collect it yet. Excuse me, even though she didn't collect it yet. The father dies, it belongs to the brothers. Rashi says, 
Um, once it comes into the world, the father by knas it's not money until you're made bedin. In other words, even though the father didn't collect, I would have said even though you didn't even claim it by knas, it's not mamoin until you sue the perpetrator. Why? Because he could be moida and be and be exempt. Rashi says. But when it comes to her handiwork, when it comes to her, uh, when it comes to her earnings, so then it's it's mamoin from the bad. It's mamoin from the start. So since it's mamoin from the start, even if he didn't collect it yet, if the father dies, it goes to the brothers. Yeah. Seder? Okay. Shkayach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.